0: Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin Shawl, and we have the most special episode I think we're going to do of all time. Maybe. <laughs> guys, oh my God, I'm so excited. So this is a very special episode. Why? Because usually you guys call in on whatever topic it is. Well, today's topic is x boyfriends. So the only people who are going to be calling in are my exes. You heard that right. This episode, my exes are calling in and I'm going to break down and discuss everything what was going on, what they thought of me, why we ended. And if you're like, Robin, why are you doing this? I don't know. I came into Betches one day and I was like, guys, I have a great idea for an episode. What if we call my exes? And they're like, Robin, that's a great idea. And then I was like, no, it's not. That's a terrible idea but I've committed and we're going to do it. And I'm actually really excited because I've picked four guys and these guys, two of them are long-term boyfriends. One I was with for six years, another one I was with for five years. And then the other two guys are guys I've dated in the last six months. They were short-term like little flings, but I thought since it was more recent, we could get a little more insight on what it's like to date Robin now. So I need you guys to buckle up for an episode of a lifetime And also make sure you guys are following me on Instagram and TikTok at Comic, because that's where I announce what the topic is each week. And most weeks, you guys are the ones calling in and that's how you find out. And when you do call in, the phone number is 720-727-6296. But this week, only my exes are calling. All right, so let's discuss the first guy we're calling. I have named him... 10am gangbang guy. (laughs) Okay, you ready? Let's dive in. I met this guy on a dating app. And we went on our first date. Now he's ethically non monogamous. So we'll discuss that with him when we when he calls in. But ultimately, he has multiple girlfriends. All right. Now he let me know this up front. I was about to go on tour. I, didn't, I was just looking to have a fun date. Like I really wasn't looking for a relationship. I said, yeah, no, I don't even care. And then our date was so fun. And I asked him on our first date, what are you doing for the rest of the weekend? Which then he responded, oh, I have a gangbang at 10 a.m. on Sunday. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? You're doing activities in the morning on a Sunday? <laughs> Who's doing that? Like Unless it's brunch, don't invite me. So uh, then the next day I told, you know, the internet and that's when we named him 10am gangbang guy. From there on that Monday, I kind of told him that I think we have very different lifestyles. Let's just be friends. But we actually did keep hanging out because he is such a great storyteller. He's so funny. We had such good chemistry that I had like so much fun every time we were together. But ultimately, for me, knowing that he's someone who never wants a monogamous relationship, I just it wasn't for me and then we ended up calling it off. But I want to dive so much more into it. So he's on the line. so let's get him here. Hello. Oh my gosh, 10 a.m gangbang.
1: <laughs> What's up?
0: Thank you for coming on call. Waiting,
1: you're absolutely welcome. It's I, my pleasure.
0: I haven't heard your voice in like so long.
1: <laughs> I know it's been too long, Robin.
0: What's up with that? Why are you only out of town? Um, I can't, <laughs> wait, the ceiling just fell right when I said that. I feel like it's a sign. Okay, <laughs> I am. Um, uh, I wait. First off, I just told everyone how um, we met on a dating site and how I I actually didn't say this part. I got so I was talking to 10 a.m. Gangbang for a couple of hours when he said, I hate when people don't read profiles, which (laughs) (laughs) which then I was like, oh yeah, me too. But then I hadn't read his profile, so I had (laughs) to go back. And that's when I saw that you were into ethically non monogamy. Yes. Can you explain to people what the hell that is?
1: Yes. So I have decided that just monogamy does not work for me. Uh, I don't like to limit my options and I like to meet as many people as I possibly can. I just thrive off of meeting and engaging with new people. And really, uh, I like to date people and multiple different people and let everybody know about it and also it's it's like a really fun way to learn about yourself like you learn something new about yourself because every dynamic is unique and so you really learn something about yourself and then you're able to take that with you and apply it to multiple different relationships um and so it's just uh there's i don't know oh that's my text message going off
0: uh his his other girlfriend's calling he's gotta go (laughs) That's exactly (laughs) what happened. Uh, oh. He's gonna get a lot of text messages during this call. We're just giving a heads <laughs> up. But like, I think the big thing, because I when I when you first explained this to me that night, I was like, oh, so you just like to fuck a lot of girls? And you're like, no, I like to make connections. Well, no, you were yes. like, yes, but <laughs> you're like, I also <laughs> like to make connections. And I think what like the misunderstanding, at least for me, and I bet you a lot of people, is that you have like real relationships with these people. It's not just like you hook up with someone. Right. And then you want the next it's, one, it's connections.
1: Yeah, it's not an excuse to be a fuck boy. That's what people think about non-monogamy. It's just like, oh, you don't like commitment and you're scared. And it's like, no, I commit myself to multiple different people because I thrive off that. That's just how I operate. And I, you know, I'm very... I don't know I just like different flavors
0: and I actually think it's harder work than monogamy because so what I've noticed about you is when you were with me or whenever you're with someone, you don't look at your phone. like you give one hundred percent to each relationship, which seems like exhausting. How do you do it? Um
1: you know, I'm not gonna lie. It is exhausting, <laughs> but
0: uh, a uh, lot of I vitamin C.
1: <laughs> a lot of I'm I need my sleep, <laughs> you know, I have to, uh, I, got, I got to read my spreadsheets before I go on a different date. I'm just kidding. Do you
0: ever mix uh, up stories? Like, have you ever been with one girlfriend and then said, like, to the other girlfriend, like, oh, I think it's great that your favorite color is purple. And she's like, no, my favorite color is blue.
1: That has happened to me, and it's mortifying.
0: <laughs> I've been.
1: I've been. It's... I'm like, no, you told me that. I swear you told me this. I was like, that was not me. And I'm like, uh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. You're right.
0: Okay, so we then went on our first date, right? And so I kind of said to you when you said about the, nom- the the profile, I was like, okay, I just read your profile. I, I'm, I like monogamy, but right now I'm not looking for anything serious. I just want to have fun right. and go on a date. And you're like, great, let's go on a date. So we go on our first date. What were your thoughts of me?
1: Your, my thoughts of you were, I mean, you were there early, on time. No, um, I was going
0: to say, I was on time.
1: <laughs> you were you were on time. Usually, like, I like to get there early. I usually like to be the first one, and you beat me to it. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, a plus. I was like, okay, she's interested. She's here. She's good. And when I met you, it was just, you are so easy to communicate and engage with. And just like you made me feel so comfortable to just be myself and open up to a complete stranger. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to tell you exactly how I feel and what I'm looking for and what I'm into. And you just made it very easy for me. And so that was my initial thought. I was like, wow, Robin's awesome. She's super chill and she's very interested and she's saving space to listen to me. And she's like, Hey, you do your thing. You know, it was, it was great.
0: I, I'm, I'm not just saying this. It was the most interesting date I'd ever been on. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. <laughs> no, like, I think you're, you're such a good storyteller. Like I would ask you a question about your lifestyle. Cause I was so intrigued because it was nothing that I'd been, you, you know, used to or introduced to. And you would just tell these stories so casually like, you know, I, I mean, right before I came on, I, I said how we got your name and how you were like, oh, I have a gangbang at 10 a.m. And I was uh-huh. like, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And then I was like, why? Like, what? Why? Like, like, aren't you like, don't you need breakfast? You know? And, you know, you just like casually would tell me the story. And, I mean, you could tell people my reaction. I would bury my head in my hands of embarrassment
1: burying your face in your hands <laughs> cheeks are turning a little rosy uh <laughs> you get the giggle coming out you're like
0: oh my god everything that's happening right now <laughs> yes
1: exactly
0: <laughs> um but it was just so fun because um you were just like I left that date being like, Oh my God, that was so fun. I usually when I'm on a date with a guy, it's very like flirty and not great conversation. Um, Mm -hmm. but here was like kind of the opposite. I mean, we were definitely flirty and there was definitely chemistry, but I had never like, I'd ask you a question and you would go into these full blown explanations that was so, I was like, I could listen to this guy forever with these stories. Well, you ask
1: amazing questions. You know this. Your questions are <laughs> spectacular. I love questions from Here's you. the
0: thing. 10 a.m. gangbang guy loves whores, but I'm a question whore. Like, I can ask <laughs> questions. I could keep them up all night long being like, but then. <laughs> it's the best. I'm like, keep them coming. Keep them coming. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Well, I have some questions. Okay. Well, first, do you think you'll ever fall for someone so hard that if she said, Hey, Tenium Gangbang guy, like, I just want to be exclusive, you and me. Do you think you will ever love someone so much that you'll be like, you know what? It's worth giving up this lifestyle for you.
1: Honestly, I tried that um, and it didn't work. It was just, I, I tried it. I was so enthralled and just infatuated with this person. And I was like, wow, like they check every single box except for non-monogamy. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to lean into this. I really like this person. I'm really going to just go for it and explore, try something new. And then like three months into it, I'm like, okay, like I need to open this up. And then our values just didn't align and it didn't work. And so after that, I learned my lesson. I've tried a couple of times. I'm just like, that's just not for me. I've tried. It just doesn't work.
0: Um, I think that's a good thing to know. I know... I messaged you, like, whatever it was, like, a month ago. We would hung out a few times. And I sent you a message. And I'm like, hey, like, this isn't – I can't do <laughs> – I can't do non-monogamy. I was like, I am not built this way. <laughs> like, it's just not uh-huh. for me. And I remember you – that you wrote something like oh i'm i'm really bummed or something like that and it made me realize like oh you really do have feelings for these people but this is really the lifestyle you want it, it made me realize yeah. like, like that you are so invested in these people that you're partnered with it just this lifestyle is just what you need and want
1: Yeah, exactly. That's just, I've just found something that makes me feel whole and it makes me feel like I can completely express myself. And I think whenever I'm in monogamy, it's, I don't want to say I feel trapped, but I feel like limited. I feel like I have to walk a straight line and me being an Aquarius, I am not like that. I like to explore, dip my toes into as many things as possible. I'm so curious. I need to try things and I can't, I don't want to live with, you know, regrets where I'm like, oh, I missed that. I wish I could have participated in that. I wish I could have engaged with this person and got on a date and, you know, tried new things. But so yeah, it just doesn't work like that.
0: After I sent you that message, then you were like, That's it. I'm never dating anyone who doesn't believe in non-monogamy again. Do you remember that? Okay. Uh uh Uh-huh. So my (laughs) (laughs) my question to you is, if I was built differently and someone who d- did really want and believe in non-monogamy. When I say believe, I'm saying believe for me. I actually do believe wh- everything's right for each person. So yeah, I'm a- absolutely. I'm saying believe for me. Um, right. I just want to make that clear because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening who are in ethically non-monogamous relationships. I want you to know, I believe you always do what feels good for you. I didn't believe it for me. But my question mm-hmm. is, do you think if I did, we would really work? Or do you think there'd be other things that make it not work?
1: Um, No, I mean, I think it's, it's hard to look into the future with that, you know, but it's, I think that's the first step is like aligning on those values and like, you know what, we're going to try non-monogamy and we're going to be open. And then that's the first thing, that's the first building block to where you're then more comfortable and excited to put, add more building blocks to that. So I really think there could have been something there. Um, you know, cause we just get along. It's we're, we just mesh like Guys, we, just, we had
0: the cutest time to, we would bake, we would make margaritas. <laughs> like like for, for you're listening to this guy and you're like, What how did Robin get wrapped up in this? No, we had the cutest time together, right?
1: We did. Robin's home ex skills are amazing. <laughs> I just want everybody to know that.
0: <laughs> Guys, he's uh, he's making fun of me. <laughs> I would be like I'd be like, look at my um what was the word I kept using? Was it not maternal? It was wife like what it was the word I kept using? I, I was. I've been trying to think about
1: this before. Uh, yeah, um,
0: I can't remember the someone word. Someone who keeps like a good home. I mean, hold on, let me see if my producer. Knows. Do you know the word? No, none of us, no, clearly none of us are keeping a good home. But like we, like I would, I'd be like, oh, let's bake. Oh, I'm making us margaritas tonight. And like uh-huh. I bought a juicer. I remember the squeezer thing and it was upside down. It was nothing. And we we broke the mixer. It was just, a, it was a little bit of a mess, but it was, it was like really cute. I thought we were cute. So, okay. I asked my followers if they had any questions for 10 a.m. gangbang. And literally okay. it was only about gangbangs that people wanted to know about you. So okay. I have, here are my three questions. One, Let's hear how does a gangbang get organized?
1: Ooh, okay. So it gets organized. I mean, the the ones that I've participated in and I've organized myself is all about communication. Robin, you know me. I am all about communication. I'm all about laying on It's the actually
0: table. too much for me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just don't want to throw anybody curveballs. I want everybody to know what they're getting into. So- how it gets organized is, I mean, there's like a community, a, a network of people who I know are interested in gang bangs, and I've participated with them, and I, they have a good energy about it. You know, they care about the actual environment and the energy within our party and our gang bang, and so there's usually like an email or a text message that goes out, and we, I've talked to the woman before. I'm like, listen, what are your do's and don'ts? What are your hard no's? What are your limits? What are your boundaries? And I clearly communicate that to every person who's there. I'm like, look, we need recent uh, STI testing done, you know, no less than like 30 days or 14 days. It's depending on everybody's comfortability level because everybody moves at different speeds. Um, But I mean, that's, it's really like planning a meeting, you know, for (laughs) like 15 people. And so you have to do it like two (laughs) weeks in advance, three weeks in advance, you know, everybody's on different schedules.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of rules involved. He's shown me an email once because I was so curious like, <laughs> how this, like, because he was like, you know, there's a, like, guys, there's like rules. There's, and then, okay, you get an email rules to you, and then they read the rules out loud. Like people line up and then they read. It's, it's so insane <laughs> to me, but I think it's so good because it makes everyone comfortable, which is great. great. Okay. I've participated in gangbangs where
1: they have rules plastered on the walls like printouts. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, two, if you, <laughs> this one's kind of funny, if you get picked last in the gangbang, is that like being picked last in gym class? Like if you're the last one to, with
1: <laughs> the one. No, woman. so it's not, no, it's, it's not like that. It's, there's not like an order. It's not like a batting order that you're going in. Okay. okay. Um, it's, it's whoever, like, sometimes people just like to stand around and watch first and, you know, get comfortable, you know, cause... Last thing you want to do is be fully clothed in a, in the middle of the gangbang. That's completely awkward.
0: That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what an that's amateur loser!
1: <laughs> You're right? I I was like at my first party. I remember being like, "Do I take my clothes off now? What do I do?" And then I'm like, "Everybody's naked, so I gotta fit in." That's what I. That's what I did. Um, but yeah, there's there's no there's no order. It's just like whoever wants to whoever jump in. Feels jump it, feels in. That.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. Third question. I have a lot of people say if they are interested in either like, you know, non-monogamy or gangbangs or swinging, where should they look? Let's say they don't live in Manhattan, you know, or or you know, a populated city. Is there like a site or a app they should look towards?
1: I mean, the app that I use is called Field F E E L D, and I like it. It's been around for years, but now the the New Yorker wrote an article about it and now everybody is flocking there so it's kind of not as experienced people there's a lot of like green people and which is completely fine I'm all for you dipping your toes in but it's there's just a huge mixture so Field is one but also there's this website called FetLife and that's how I started and that's the best one because that is like completely experienced people it's like this tight Nick community online, and the website's really funny because it looks like you know two thousands MySpace. It hasn't been <laughs> updated in forever.
0: Uh, just for the record, this is not the sites I met. Tonight <laughs> I met right. him on a wholesome, yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: um, it, was, it was a nice, wholesome sight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So, Tenium Gangbang, uh, I'm going to end every call today telling the guy I've seen dated, was with, something I've, like, learned from them and why I'm thankful we dated. So, with mm-hmm. you, I just want to say something you taught me is I have to speak up for what I want. And, like, yep. if there's something that's making me uncomfortable or something that I don't like or something I do like, I have to verbalize it because – That guy is not a mind reader. And I remember after the first time we hung out and I was like telling you why I don't like this. And you're like, okay, well, (laughs) now that I know this, I can do X, Y, Z to make you feel better. And then every time we hung out, like you, you would like push me to be like, okay, well, what, what do you like? What don't you like? And then I've dated someone, you know, right after you. And I was able to carry that with me. And I'm just like so thankful because that is something that I will now take with me on future relationships is... If there's something I need, something I want, something I don't like, speak up because a good guy or an accepting guy will take that and and help me and do something about it. So I'm very appreciative that we met and and had our little thing. Oh, that that
1: that's really sweet. That makes me happy because that's what I love doing with my partners is instilling confidence to speak up and say your boundaries you know the patriarch has just (laughs) destroyed (laughs) everyone's confidence and i want to you know reverse that and so that's awesome that i was able to instill that in you and you're carrying that on for other relationships so i'm very excited
0: for you robin Thank you. And, you know, let me know when the next gangbang is, you know.
1: <laughs>
0: I want to be the, ru- I don't want to like participate, but I'll be the one who reads the rules. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, I love a performance.
1: Yes, yes. Okay, you know, that's that's not bad. I can, I can just have you like read the rules to everybody and it'll
0: be great. All right, 10 a.m. gangbang, thank you so much for calling in.
1: You're very welcome, Robin. You have a great one. Bye. We'll talk soon. Bye.
0: On to the next. All right, bread and peanut butter. I feel like I want him on the phone when we discuss exactly how he met, but pretty much also it was an online dating site, and he said uh, I I, met, I liked his picture first. He wrote back hi, Robin, nice to meet you. You look hot in bread and peanut butter. Right away, I knew what he meant because the day before I posted on Instagram, a funny video of me where I had no shirt on, but I was wearing bread and peanut butter because I was imitating some model's outfit. So I knew right away that he followed me. And I was like, oh my God, I was like, should I be embarrassed you follow me or flattered?" And he was like, flattered. I'm such a fan, like whatever. And it's the first and only guy I've dated who knew my online persona before getting to actually really know the real Robin. And although the two were very close, there's so much more to me than just like being funny and silly online. And we had a crazy love romance. It only lasted for about a month, but it was intense, which we'll get on to when he's on the phone. And then ultimately it ended because he uh, kind of got hot and cold after a while. And I just didn't like that. It wasn't making me feel good. It was making me insecure. And I just, I I put an end to it eventually. Um, but then we ended on good terms and we said we'd be friends. So I feel very comfortable calling him, except we're going to dive into this uh, romance whirlwind. So is it whirlwind or whirlwind? I actually don't know. All right. Bread and peanut butter is on the line. Hello. Bread and peanut butter. Hello, <laughs> How are you?
2: I am good. How are you?
0: I'm good. Are you excited by this call? Are you anxious by this call?
2: Is this live right now?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: uh, no, I'm excited.
2: I, I was looking forward to it, and then 255 came and went, and I was like,
0: oh, <laughs> about me. Well, you know why? I was just on the phone with 10 a.m. gangbang guy, and, you know, <laughs> that's a very distracting phone call. Right. Are you guys going to make any more – what would you make the last time you talked to him? Cupcakes? I I don't even make cake. I don't even (laughs) – my life is so weird. Um, But I want to talk to you about you and me and the – I think the crazy love world when we had for, you know, a couple weeks to a month. So, all right. So I was just telling everyone that you are the only guy I've ever dated who knew my – who knew – Comic Robin, Instagram Robin, TikTok Robin, before actually getting to know me. So right. my question is, like, w- was was I different than what you expected? If I was, how so? Or was it exactly? I mean, explain to me, like, from your point of view, what you went through from being a <laughs> fan to, like, like, oh, my God, I'm actually dating this girl. Well,
2: if I can be perfectly honest, when you matched with me... My initial thought was, this is a scam, <laughs> because I, I knew who you were. I had seen your videos in the past, um, and I was like, oh, you know, fuck it. If it's a scam, let's just see what happens. And then we started talking, and I was like, she's got to be real. Even if this isn't her, if this is not Robin, then it's got to be a nice woman. So let's <laughs> go on a date and see. <laughs> And you are, you, you were everything I expected and more, you, you know, right from the jump. Uh-huh. You are exactly who I envisioned and you definitely, you know, you, you made me laugh just as much, if not more in that first meeting that we had. So,
0: so like, it's definitely like a fear of mine, like when guys know who I am before, but should that not be, do you think like my real life human personality is, is close enough to the persona I put online?
2: A hundred percent. I think you need to to lose that because you are exactly what you see is what you get. And I think that's something that not everybody in this world has or is close to achieving. And I think that is something you can take and run with for the rest of your life.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Um, <laughs> uh, Okay. Like honest. I, know, honest. I know, I know. Appre- I appreciate it. So guys, when I say like, it was like such an intense couple of weeks. So we went on that first date and on that first date, I was like, oh, I like this guy. Like he's really cute and nice. And we connected, we spoke, like, I don't think there was a pause. We actually closed the restaurant down, went to a bar, talked the whole time there. Then we were, we, yeah, wait, this was really so really sweet. Like, so afterwards it was really late at night, and you waited uh, for me to get into an Uber, which I thought was so sweet. And well, yeah, and well, not everyone. Yeah,
2: do you want? Am I allowed to say something that I remember very specifically from that date? Before, please. The end of the date, please. Do you remember asking? Do you remember asking me what my love language was?
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't. But what did what did you say?
2: I said French because I didn't know what it was. <laughs> And you filled me in on exactly what you were asking, oh my and God. I have never forgotten that. I was like, I am the dumbest person in the world.
0: <laughs> That's or really I, funny. I, just, I, I
2: really have no love language.
0: <laughs> That's really funny. I um, and then uh, after that first date, I then left for Nashville, and I, I had a really big show at the Grand Ole Opry, and you sent a dozen long stem roses to my hotel. Yes, which I thought was the sweetest stinking thing.
2: Well, I still would as a friend. I just don't know where you're staying all the time. And, uh, you
0: know, I'm on the road now. But you, <laughs> des-
2: you deserve you deserve that. Like you, you deserve to know how great you
0: are. Thank you, and as do you. And then, so from there, I went straight to Los Angeles, and you were coming to Los Angeles for a job. So we went on a date on the mm-hmm. that like a little romantic date. And then before you left, we went out for lunch. And the lunch was on the beach, guys. Some of you may have seen this on TikTok or Instagram because I thought it was the most romantic thing that's ever happened. (laughs) So we're at lunch. It's on the beach. And there was this electric violinist playing. And Bread and Peanut Butter was like, Robin, come dance with me. And I'm like, absolutely not. And you're like, you're like, what We're do you mean? And you're like, come on. And I'm like, no, I'm so embarrassed. You're like, you're embarrassed. Like you do the weirdest stuff online. And I was like, yeah, but that's online when there's a camera. Like I can't do it. And you said, turn to your friend. You're like, can you film this? So that Robin's not embarrassed. So she has content for social media. And so then you took me on the beach and we dance and it was like, so stinking romantic. and. I just remember like at that moment I was like in my head, I don't know know if I told you this, probably not, but I was like, oh my God, I think this is going to be my next boyfriend (laughs) because I thought it was (laughs) so romantic and like I had never like experienced like such like, like romance, right? So then you leave. I send you a message like, hey, I think I painted this moment on the beach because I had a painting that I painted like five years earlier. And that was exactly the same setting as the beach. And then like the next day... You were like, okay, I don't think I'm into you anymore. <laughs> it kind of didn't happen that fast, point. but like <laughs> in, your head it did. in my head it did. Um, right. And then just to like fill people in so then I could ask my questions. But like then like, you know, uh, bread and peanut butter, like would message me, not message me. He was kind of on the fence. And then we eventually went out again or like I asked him, I'm like, hey, what's, what's going on? And you were kind of like, uh, you know, um, I'm not sure about this. Like, I'm feeling it out. But, you know, I still want to see where things can go, but it's going a little fast. And then I was kind of like, uh, I don't like how this is making me feel now. You know, I think it's right. best we could just be friends. And I actually, I told you I was going to say this online because people were asking me constantly. Everyone was so invested in you. And so you knew I was going to, like, be honest and and say Pretty much that, that like, it was kind of like you yeah. weren't sure hot and cold. And then I was kind of like, this is not making me feel good. And, and you were so apologetic. I need everyone to know this wasn't like a, a me, like you, people are allowed to feel things. You know, I think people don't understand. Like, I think people are fully allowed to, when dating, feel things out. But I just, you know, I knew we'd be better as friends at that point, And you were like, me too. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, so now you talk you what what are you? what was going on in your head after the dance that led to kind of the end?
2: Well, so the dance was by far the most romantic thing I had ever done in my life as well. But it just felt so right with you until you said no, <laughs> <laughs> which was shocking to me because <laughs> I when I matched with you, I told you I had seen you with a shirt of bread on that you were eating. And you wouldn't get up and dance on a beach with me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, no, it it was romantic. And, you know, on my flight home, um, I kind of started getting to realize that we are both extremely busy people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your career is just in this beautiful path and you're busy, but, you know, you know what you want and you have to go get it, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. Like, again, not a lot of people can do that. My career is all over the place. Um, We'll just leave it at that. And I think when we were having that conversation at that dinner and you were being honest, the biggest fear of mine is to make someone not feel good, whether it's a friendship in a romantic relationship. And I didn't know at that point if I could. Like, I, I just didn't know if there was a way for me to make you feel good because I didn't know how to. And... I do believe that you and I were meant to be friends and I'm so glad that we're able to be. Um, I just think, I mean, I think you're a great person.
0: Yeah. I think you're a great person too. And it it was like such a fun, it wasn't a long little romance, but it was such a a fun. Yeah. yeah, And it was like, you made me feel so good. Like those few weeks, like you would just like write the nicest things. And I remember when I was debating whether or not to stay in California and I was like, because again, I liked you so much. I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like, I really like you, and you're like Robin. This is your like, go for it. You, you know, you were right. so supportive. You were excited for me, and, um, you know, even though like it ended, it, I still look back on those few weeks as like that was so romantic. <laughs> you know, yeah. But I, was, it, it was I, hope, I Yeah. I'm
2: glad you do because you should. Any relationship you're in going forward, you know, I want to make sure that you understand how worth it you are. Mm-hmm. This was nothing to do with anything other than the fact that we both have very busy careers, and it was so much fun when we were able to have so much fun, and it was never bad.
0: Yeah, it my, wasn't bad. It, there was nothing bad. Um, nothing bad. So uh, quickly, uh, I just want to ask, what is something uh, about me that would surprise, you know, my listeners, like something that you got uh, okay. to learn about me personally? All
2: right. As long as I, I thought it was going to be something else. I was like, oh, I got to go. Um, <laughs> No, I. You know what? I think your fans. I think your fans know everything about you. I know you put yourself <laughs> out there.
0: You're like um, Robin. There is nothing left yeah, for them to learn. I'm trying
2: to think of something, a secret <laughs> that you might hide, but there's not. And I think that's probably one of the coolest things because I come from this industry um, that you're in, and you know, I know a lot of what you do. What what some people do on camera is not always what you get. With you, it is exactly what you get. You don't hide anything. You don't shy away from anything. I realize now I'm saying everything that your fans already know, mm. but that's the truth. Like if if I had figured out something that your fans didn't know about you, I would tell them.
0: I know but, you would. not You're not yeah. shy with your words.
2: We were we were serious about going to Paris, and who knows? As friends, we still. I may. still
0: think we could go. I still <laughs> I mean, think yeah, it, going it may happen. Are you really? Yeah. All right. Get my ticket. Okay. Um, So, bread and peanut butter, before you go, I am going to end every call telling, you know, the guy what I learned from the relationship or being with them or from them in in general. And something I learned from you is I like romance. You know, I always joke. I joke so much. And, like, I'm so... Robin, and how sweet you were from the flowers to the dancing. It, like, swept me off my feet. And so now if I'm, like, moving forward in the future, I think something I'm going to look for in relationships is guys who, like, really make me feel special and put in that extra oomph of romance because it did make me feel so good. So I'm so appreciative about that with you because it really was a really special time for me.
2: Yeah, as you should. I, I really hope that every guy that you meet makes you feel that special, if not more.
0: Thank well, more. you. I hope
2: they make you feel more special. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah. All right, bread and peanut butter, thank you so much for calling in.
2: Thank you, and good luck with everything. I'm really proud of you.
0: Uh, thank you. All
2: right, bye.
0: Okay, guys, um, I'm now taking a deep breath because this is the one I am the most I'm excited and I'm anxious. So we're about to call Hercules. Hercules was my first love, my first real love. We dated for six years. We lived together. I thought we were going to get married. And then um, he decided he he was a big surfer and he found this town, little small town in California with great surfing. So we came up with this plan that he would move there and then six months later I would save up enough money to move to Los Angeles and we would do that. But when he moved out there, I went to visit him like three weeks later and he just ended it. Pretty much to me, he said that... He just thought we were on very different paths with my career and what he was looking for and I was so heartbroken. This was 7 years ago. We haven't spoken since. <sighs> I don't want to do this. This is the one I don't want to do. I want to do it cuz like I'm, I I want to talk to him. I want to hear his voice. He was such a huge part of my life. Like he, I mean Six years, he, you know, um, and uh, I was so heartbroken we broke up. The only communication we had was about a year after we broke up. I'd raised a lot of money for the Ronald McDonald House. And I guess he had seen it uh, somewhere on Facebook or Instagram. We're not friends on Facebook or Instagram, even at that point. But he saw it and he just like wrote a congratulations. I'm so proud of you text. And then nothing until a month ago when I was performing at the Grand Ole Opry, uh, same time when Bread and Peanut Butter sent the flowers. I get a text uh, from Hercules saying, congratulations on all your success. I'm so proud of you. And that was out of nowhere after years and years. And then uh, a couple of days ago, I asked him if he'd come on the podcast <laughs> and he's like, I'll call in. So uh, we're about to do this together. I am, I'm feeling really um, a little emotional. So we'll see how this goes. And um, once I get him on the phone, we will explain the title, Hercules. Hello? Oh, uh, my God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Her- I- we were calling you Hercules for this whole thing, even though it's going to be so hard for me to do. <laughs>
3: you can call me whatever you like, but Hercules oh, will For my- fine for this, for this exercise. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for this group activity, everyone. Oh, my God. I, I almost want to cry hearing your voice. You sound exactly the same.
3: <laughs> uh, right back at you there, my... I don't want to call you Duty. Is that okay, guys?
0: We have so many <laughs> nicknames for each other—from like Little Duty, yeah. Big Duty, Big Bird, Little yeah. Bird. There's like so. <laughs> yes,
3: we do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe
0: instead of Hercules, we'll just call each other Duty for this whole time because I feel like <laughs> that's what we're going to slip into. Um. Oh my gosh. How are you?
3: I'm actually doing really well. So yeah. I'm doing. Yes, I am. I am, and I could clearly see that. So are you. So that's super nice to see. Um, no shock. As far as I'm concerned, I knew from, I guess, the very beginning of us that this was you, and I think you knew well before that. So Aww. it's nice to see you get what you deserve. So
0: oh my yeah. gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Okay, before we even get into this, because I kind of want even, t- I want to talk about that. I just want to tell people why I call you Hercules. Um, and you could chime in because I've told this story so many times over the years that, like, I want to make sure you and I have the exact same memory of this. But...
3: <laughs> no, you, you scripted very well. Okay. So I will, uh, this is all you, and I'm happy to kick back and okay. <laughs> enjoy some lunch while I hear it,
0: guys. This was pool. this was Hercules and I's relationship. It was uh, six years of me talking and then being like, "Yep, uh-huh, okay. uh huh, okay." So it was Halloween, um, and I was dressed as Catwoman head-to-toe, leather, like Michelle Pfeiffer style. And Hercules was dressed up as Hercules. And we were at a bar on Long Island. And he walks over to me, looks me in the eye, and I kid you not, from my memory, we just start making out. I don't think we spoke.
3: It <laughs> <laughs> sounds about right, especially with me. I'm a man of few words. <laughs>
0: I, I'm a woman of lots of vodka. So, um, and so then Hercules Indeed. was like, oh, you want to go back to my place? And I was like, meow, because I'm an actress and I stay in character. <laughs> you take me back to your apartment. And I remember, I specifically remember seeing, as soon as I walked in, a Mets blanket and <laughs> um, a, the elf um Alpha yes, DVD yes. collection and a box of munchkins They're Like before I even stepped in. And then I was like, okay, if he's a Mets fan, it means he's loyal and a good guy. He doesn't mind when there's lots of losing around him. <laughs> and then I was like, the Alf means he has a good sense of humor. And then the munchkins, I'm like, he can't murder me because no murderer can love Munch, my favorite thing on earth. So, um, yeah. And then, I, end, I go to the bathroom to take off my costume, and that's when I realized I had an allergic reaction to the leather. So <sighs> instead of just telling this man I didn't know that I was having an allergic reaction, I kept the mask on. All, the whole outfit on all night. And yes, you did. <laughs> yep. I'm pretty sure you thought I was crazy, but like you went with it because I was staying in character. And then the next morning you walked me home um, mm-hmm. and uh, you're like, can I get your, I still hadn't given you my name. I was calling myself Catwoman all night, like a crazy person. Uh, I, get, I took your phone. I put Catwoman in it. And then you called mm-hmm. me later that day. You're like. Uh, is Catwoman there? <laughs> I was like, my name is Robin. I'm really
3: embarrassed. Uh, too funny. Is yep, that, so
0: is this kind of how you remember it too?
3: That's pretty much to a T. Exactly <laughs> how I remember that.
0: Yes, um uh, you are correct. So uh, we then dated for six years, which is so much time. Yes,
3: that's still to date. My longest relationship, um, to date. Me, so. th-
0: me too, me too. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and I, uh, Okay. So a few things. Um, uh, One, Mm -hmm. uh, one, actually, this is like so broad, but like, what's what was like the best and worst thing about dating me? Let's
3: see. Well, the best, and I'm not just saying this was not just you, of course, but what came with you was your family and your family exhibited nothing but love. So what do I mean by that? In other words, you kind of You and your family taught me how to truly love, and I you learn that by seeing it. And to be honest, I think and feel free to tell this to your family because I'm sure they'd be like to probably hear me too if they're Mm. not listening. (laughs) But but that is obviously one of the major things. Um, Above and beyond that, your love of the ocean, of course, (laughs) which we'll get probably get into that question further down the line. I would think, (laughs) but that was obviously a great one. Your love of just doing. Fun things. Um, you're very passionate. You're passionate in numerous things. So there's there's so many good things to say. And I can't say one bad thing
0: about you. Never, never. never so. All right. Let me tell you all the bad things about you. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, as I yeah, take as I out my scroll. That, one,
3: huh? <laughs> <laughs> that is hilarious.
0: Uh, do you have a favorite memory? like pops into because- What.
3: Uh, I have a bunch, but one that I guess kind of sticks out, and me being me and who I am, um, I'll never forget when you caught your first wave, honestly, and that was in Costa Rica, so that's kind of two parts. That was my first time, at least, out of the country, so thank you. You sparked my travel bug since then. I've gone to all sorts of cool places around the world, so thank Mm. you for that. Um, And yes, I will never forget that. So that was a beautiful memory of mine.
0: That, that was a, a really great trip. You were so happy. I don't know if I've ever, yes. throughout six years, like that was like the happiest I ever saw you. Um oh. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, okay, so when we, towards the end of, well, actually, actually, when we broke, I'm going to skip ahead when we so we were together for 6 years and then again you had the travel bug you had gone to <clears> california <throat> i'll be a little vague on what town but he went to this this town in in california with with great waves and you know i remember you came back and you were like robin like i want to live there like and i said great i yes, said let's let's yes. make a game plan <laughs> i was like let's find a way <laughs> you know and you applied <laughs> for a job and you got it and then you know mm-hmm. we were going to see if maybe i could move to la and uh, we yep, were going to figure okay. it out and then I came mm-hmm. to California to mm-hmm. visit you, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's funny because I remember when you were you were being a little weird, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, do you not want to be with yeah. me? Thinking like I was no. joking because how could someone not, you know, want to be with me? <laughs> and then you're like... Very true. You mm-hmm. said, Robin, you're like, I, um, I know what I want my life to be like, and I, I know what your life is going to be like, and it's mm-hmm. so different, and, and I... I, I don't think it's gonna line up, and I remember at the time being so upset. And I remember mm-hmm. like we're cr- we were crying on like your living room floor, mm-hmm. and you're like, mm-hmm. and you're like, I'm gonna see you on TV one day. That was like <laughs> actually one of the last things I'm gonna I'm gonna cry. But the thing is, you were right. Like, <laughs> like uh, even though we loved each other so much, the life you mm-hmm. wanted and the life I wanted, which you knew I wanted, uh, uh-huh. were two very different things. So even though it was probably the most heartbreaking day, weeks. Um, You actually saw my potential and what I wanted. And I kind of felt like, you know, you let me free and you let me do your thing. So I just want you to know, even though that was probably the hardest time ever, I'm so appreciative that you were able to see what I wanted. And
3: um, you have no idea how happy that makes me. I know that sounds really weird, (laughs) (laughs) but it really truly does because, you know, I was, Uh, I by no means ever wanted it to end in a bad way. But after you have such a great relationship for six years, I'm not sure if there's a good way. But Mm -hmm. uh, if there is such a thing, I think we accomplished it for sure. And if anything, I think we kicked its ass. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah. And and I I think it's why we probably haven't spoken in seven years because it was so good. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, I I don't. you know, I think a friendship was not possible because, you know, I think we both really wanted each other to be happy. And I don't mm-hmm. think that that was going to be the case if we stayed in, in each other's lives. And I yes. just want you to know, I um, you know, I'm just i'm I'm very thankful for you and 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 for let you know, letting me do my thing, which brings me to my next question. How did you find out uh, my career exploded?
3: <laughs> well, I'm not much for social media. Believe it or not, I don't have even an Instagram.
0: <laughs> oh, I know. But, you think I didn't stalk you this week trying to find uh, something uh, about you? I was like, uh, Oh my god, funny. this guy does not <laughs> exist on online.
3: <laughs> uh, but no, I did. I did see. I guess I saw it on Facebook, and then I just kind of saw, and then I just put your name in, and then you were everywhere. So, and then I kind of, of course, couldn't feel nothing but sheer happiness for you. Uh, you made it, um, and it was no. It was I kind of knew from your first performance at Caroline's, which I'm sure you remember that.
0: Uh huh. Um, you know, we got five guys after. Remember? Uh, yes, I do. Of course. <laughs> and you remember the guy was like, we're like, we'll get um, a large, a regular size of fries, and he's like, you can't eat a regular. That's too big. Uh, and you and me I were mean, like, wow, dude, get me the fries. <laughs> oh, I remember every meal oh, I've ever hilarious. eaten.
3: Oh, the continental steak salad, of course. Oh, my
0: gosh. I've been back to Uh, there. They don't sell that salad anymore.
3: (laughs) uh, I've driven past it a couple times over the years, and of course, I've
0: never. (laughs) uh, Guys, Hercules and I, our relationship really revolved a lot around food. We were both like, we were both heavy kids who became healthy as adults, but like still had that (laughs) love of food like no other.
3: Yeah, and if I remember right, the only time we really ever bickered or fought was usually over some form of speech. Well,
0: yeah. so. it's usually because I would try to, like, reach over to your plate, and you, I think you one time tried to oh, stab me with me, your fork.
3: Nothing's changed in that regard. I don't care who you are. Stay out of my plate. So, okay. Um
0: Is there anything about me from dating me for so long that you think would shock the listeners?
3: Oh, boy. If you want me to say it, that's, you have to say it's okay. What? But Oh, you know.
0: <laughs> don't say it. I don't know what he's saying for the fact that yeah, yeah, I heard. Guys, I heard it. it about,
3: involves, I'll just say it involves munchkins in 15 <laughs> minutes.
0: <laughs> guys, no, no. Okay, no, no, no. Absolutely not. I'll leave not.
3: it there. I'll let the mind think about what that could possibly be. Oh, my right. God. I'll leave it right there. I'm not going <laughs> to say anything
0: else. Um, And if the
3: paparazzi finds me and tracks me down. <laughs> I will, if the, the price is right. <laughs> like
0: for $10, I'll spill it all. <laughs> uh,
3: probably, you know, get a, a, a box of money.
0: <laughs> you know, I'm uh, ending every call today, like thanking, you know, the guy, whoever I date in. Um, for you, it, this holds a lot of weight because, you're, again, you're in the, the longest relationship I've ever been Probably my first love Definitely my first love, you know, and and, uh, very intense relationship. So I just want to tell you personally what I got out of. Well, I got a lot out of our relationship. So I'm I'm just picking one. But I feel like I'm going to cry telling you this. (laughs) It's okay. Um, But, you know, I, again, I I was never the hot girl. I was never the beautiful girl. I was never the girl the guys picked. And then I dated you, and you made me feel like I was the sexiest girl that's ever lived. (laughs) And you almost... You brainwashed me to feeling like, <laughs> oh, my God, every guy's going to want me because I'm so hot. <laughs> and I, I've carried that mentality. And I remember one time, sorry, this is so embarrassing for you, but I remember one time I'm like, show me the porn you watch. And you're like, no. And I was like, I was like, please, like, just show me your last thing you watched. And you pulled it up. And the girl looked like me. She was like <laughs> curvy and voluptuous. And, you know, she looked like me. And that's when the moment I was like, oh, wait. Like he really thinks someone who looks like me is hot. And I thought you were the hottest, you mm-hmm. know, you're a surfer and, <laughs> and so good looking. And I, I cannot thank you enough for like teaching me like how pretty oh, I course. am. And
3: I uh, call it as I see it. And it's not only on the outside, it's the inside, of course, as well.
0: So. Uh,
3: um, you're beautiful in all those ways.
0: Thank you, Hercules. Big duty, big bird, all the big things. (laughs) Indeed, indeed. Uh, Well, thank you so much for calling in. This has, this beat my expectations times a million talking to you.
3: (laughs) You completely made my day and thank you. I can't possibly thank you enough. And I am looking forward to more great things from you. Um, I'm sure the whole world is actually. Thank you.
0: Oh, anyway. all right. <clears throat> okay. All right. Hercules, thank you for calling in.
3: <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's been my pleasure. And I would love to hear from you again sometime for sure.
0: One hundred percent. All right. Bye. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Bye bye. Okay, that I was not expecting that. I think that was the more the most me and him have ever spoken in the six years. So my heart, I can't even tell you what how healing that was. Uh, I think that was like an open wound for so long and I can't even explain the, the. I think I had a bandaid on it and I think I just um, healed. So thank you guys for letting me do this episode because I think I needed that so much and wow. Okay, but now we got we got one more and this is probably the most important, most special of all because we're about to call Frank. And you're like, wait, every guy has a nickname but Frank? Yeah, because Frank's my Frank. <laughs> we dated for five years. Um, we, uh, he's just the nicest, kindest, most wonderful person um, that's ever been to me. And uh, when we broke up, it was, it was devastating. We found a way to stay best friends. And I am so excited to call him because there's no one who's going <laughs> to call my nerves right now as much as Frank. Hello. Franklin.
4: Hey, Robin. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God.
4: Must be crazy for you.
0: Oh, how, my God. How,
4: how are you? How were the other calls? Or am I the first call? No, you're the, la-
0: you're the last call. I just got off with Hercules. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, it was actually really beautiful. It was like really, it was really nice. It was really, it was, it was nice. It was really. Of course. Yeah. Of um, course. Okay, but free I I can't we gotta jump into us because there's so much to cover.
4: Oh, that's right. This is not a social call. Go ahead. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> We're not here to have fun, Franklin.
4: I forgot. I'm sorry. Let's go. Let's do this.
0: <laughs> okay. First off, I just wanna let people know we met um Back in the day, there was this live streaming app called Periscope, and I would go live, and I, I had a very small group of followers, and and Franklin was one of them, and he would always write in the chat, and he was so funny, and he always like send gifts because I would I had all these characters I used to do, and he would send gifts for the characters, so I wanted to spend money, and and he lived in California, and I was in New York, and I was with Hercules, and we were it wasn't it was nothing flirty or sexual, it was just you right. know uh, just. the the fan, I guess. And then um, when I went out to California to visit Hercules, uh, actually three weeks or six weeks prior, my uncle had passed away. Three weeks later, Hercules moved. Next three weeks, I go out, Hercules and I break up. And then I said on Periscope, I'm breaking, I'm I'm destroyed. I'm just going to go back to New York. I'm going to buy a ukulele and just sit in my room and do nothing but learn it. And by the time I got back to New York, I had a package because this is, again, before I had gone viral or anything. So I'd give, you know, the people who filed me my address. It wasn't a big deal. And then I had a package and it was – I opened it and it was a ukulele. And it said for you to, you know, get through this hard time, here's a ukulele from Franklin. And that night I learned uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow – and the Mm -hmm. next day I went to visit my dad who just lost his brother you a month and a half earlier and I played him the ukulele somewhere over the rainbow and it gave him all this comfort that he had me play it on repeat so I I sent Frank a message being like I just want to let you know like this ukulele not only helped me helped my dad I played him somewhere over the rainbow the next day I had another package I opened it up it was a second ukulele with a note saying for you to teach your dad somewhere over the rainbow love Franklin and I was like this may be the Greatest guy on the planet. And then uh, b- about six months later, we started like sexting. <laughs> 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 like, don't nah, man, we about- don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was on Snapchat, and this is back in the day when Snapchat only allowed 10-second <laughs> videos. So I would like show him me like unzipping and then it would stop. And then I'd have to. <laughs> 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 You're like, all right, geez. fast forward, fast forward. Um, and then a few months later I went out to California and we had our first date and it was that was it, right? I knew that day you were gonna be one of the loves of my life.
4: Yeah, that was that was the beginning of our our story, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that weekend? What what you felt on that? Because we we went on our first date Friday, then Saturday, I had my show, and then Sunday we like had breakfast and then laid in the park, and that was when I was like, I think I've been with this guy in other universes and other times and other lifetimes. Because it felt natural,
4: right? It felt like it was. It wasn't anything. It wasn't anything new. I, I, I think I was initially, you know, nervous as most people are when you're going on a first date, but it was immediately became comfortable, and it was very easy to talk to you. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And then, I mean. Then I think from that day for the next five years, we would see each other probably like every, we never went more than like six weeks without seeing each other cause again because it was long distance, but every night we would FaceTime for hours, every night.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
0: Probably, and I would say in five years, maybe there was under, under 20 times we didn't FaceTime.
4: Uh, that sounds about right, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time we were, yeah. There was reasons for that, so yeah.
0: What do you think about dating long distance? A lot of people like... We're curious if that's hard to do.
4: You know, I it's not for everyone. I, I, I will say that, you know, but for me, I I really didn't have a problem with it. <laughs> like, there's I'm only being so honest. much
0: Robin I can take. <laughs>
4: you know, it's like you're in a relationship and then you have your space at the same time. That's just a bonus for me.
0: I totally agree. It was so great because, guys, every time we saw each other, we were so excited. Like we would like jump in each other's arms and it was great. And then by the time you start getting like, okay, we get on a plane and go home. Like it was just perfect amount of time.
4: I, I I agree. <laughs> but it doesn't work for everyone.
0: No, I, I agree. I agree. What do you think is like, what was your favorite part about being with me?
4: That could be a loaded, that's a loaded question a little bit, but I'll keep it. I want one thing. I'll keep it clean because I know your parents are going to listen <laughs> to this. <laughs> You know, I think what I didn't, I could never uh, plan or expect what was going to happen with you because there is so many spontaneous things.
0: Uh-huh.
4: I, I really can't. I, I think that's the best part of, of being in a relationship with you is that it it's not boring and that even though we did have something planned, something always changes and <laughs> I'm a I'm a planner. I like I like a schedule. I definitely shook and up your
0: world, right?
4: You you did, and it was in a good way because it sort of got me out of my well, you know, slight O C D about that. It's yeah just, that I couldn't expect
0: We were definitely like a yin when we met each other, we were like a yin and yang like you would just not expect this couple and it worked so well. I think it did. It really did. What was the worst part of dating me? The
4: worst part of dating you? Um. The worst part of I, well, I don't. Well, I don't know if this counts, but I, I, I would say that I couldn't convince you to move to San Diego.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, you know, I get asked all the time why we broke up. Because I, you know, anytime people ask me, I'm like, oh, he's still my best friend. Oh, I love him. Like, yeah, no, no, no. Frank's the best. No, he's like, we speak every day, like you know, and people will be like, right. well, then, why'd you break up? And I I usually am like, it's complicated because it is complicated because there wasn't like a hard reason. No one cheated. There wasn't even a fight. It was, it was like a bunch of things adding up and ultimately, you can chime in, but I think the pandemic made it very clear that... You did not want to move to New York City. I did not want to move to where you lived, and to San Diego. And um, and it, it just became like really clear that either we were going to keep doing this, seeing each other six months, you know, six weeks, two months, or you know, time to like move on and find someone a little more compatible. Do you agree?
4: Totally agree. COVID changed our perspective on. Um, Our relationship, one hundred percent. As I'm I'm sure, it changed a lot of people's relationships and how they view life. And you're absolutely. I did not want to move to San or to New York, and you didn't want to move to San Diego. Mm -hmm. And I think that that weighed a lot in how we saw our future together. In that
0: regard. Yeah, Yeah. I think like the pandemic just like opened their eyes, like. Oh, we we're never going to want to live to like. It just opened our eyes, I think, and it, 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 it's, it's so hard to explain because then sometimes people will still see us together and they're like, I, "I know my mom gets this a lot from like family members. People are like, Oh, are Robin and Frank back together?'" <laughs> and my mom's like, eh, "It's complicated. <laughs> Leave it's them complicated.
4: alone. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> yeah.
0: Leave them alone." Do you have like a funniest memory with me?
4: Well, you're a comedian, so I don't know whether. Uh... <laughs> Whether that's
0: gonna, I don't, I can't pinpoint a moment to be honest with you. We just, it was a very, cause Franklin and I's relationship revolved a lot about laughing. This was not a, you know, some people, oh, we stayed up all night talking about the meaning of life. Nope. We (laughs) laugh. We laugh. We laugh. We laugh a lot all the time. Yes. Even the worst of times. I know. During the pandemic, again, I hadn't seen Franklin for months. And then, you know, my grandma passed. And three weeks later to the day, my other grandma passed. And I call Frank and I'm like, I am not okay. (laughs) And with an hour later, he said, hey, I bought a ticket. I'm flying in tomorrow. Again, this was pandemic time. And I was so... Happy because the second he came, we started laughing, and I, I hadn't laughed. You know, like I needed you. You and you're like, what could I do to make things better? And I was like, I just miss getting a pedicure. And you, <laughs> do you remember you gave me a pedicure? I tr- I tried to, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you did a terrible job, but it was the sweetest thing and I was laughing so hard. Question, I, uh, people, I asked people to write in questions. Someone said, you know, were you ever planning to get married? So were you ever planning? I know the answer, but were you ever pa- planning to propose?
4: Um, I think there were there were times because when we're together, it changes, you know, our relationship. Like, mm. you know, when we're apart, we're apart, but we're still in a relationship. But then when when we're together it, you know, that does cross my mind. And I think I did tell you that I, I once was planning to, and it just didn't work out. <laughs> Guys, so
0: he, Frank was like, I was planning to, this is once we broke up, I asked him and he was like, yeah, I was planning to, I had an idea, but then you said something which like blew it all up. And I was like, what? And he's like, well, you said, just if you propose, don't do anything that messes with my career. And then he was planning to, book a fake comedy show and then while I was on stage I'd walk out on stage and the whole audience would be friends and family and then he would come out and I was like I'd be so pissed if I thought I booked a show and then it would turn out only thing that was (laughs) happening was marriage I was like no thank you so uh, but I thought it was a great idea (laughs) it is it was cute it was cute is there anything about me that you know personally that would surprise the audience
4: okay It clean. I'm kidding. Um, (laughs)
0: Franklin. Guys, this (laughs) is he's trying to be cool.
4: (laughs) You know what? I will I will say that most people don't know this about you is the amount of physical pain that you're in every day. It's it it astonishes me that even when we're together, I will forget because you're always smiling, you always have this bubbly personality. And even I forget, you know, we could be walking, I'm like, come on, girl, pick it up, let's go. And it's not until you remind me, it's like, well, my, you know, I, I, my, my hip hurts and I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, Oh, I'm such a dick. I completely forgot about, you know, because you make people, well, most people don't know, but you even make me forget sometimes. And I, you know, I feel bad about that, but mm-hmm. uh, that would be a physical pain you're in.
0: Yeah. The, the, for people who don't know, I had um, like five, I have a lot of bone problems and hip surgeries and all this stuff that affects like, my hips and my knees and my back. And I'm, I'm in pain a lot, but I, you know, I ignore it. Cause if I ignore it, then I'm good. Um, and I don't like to be a burden on others, but Frank, more than anyone on this planet, you've always been so, I think, aware of it and wanting to help me and make sure I'm feeling good. And oh, you're just, you're just the best. You're just the sweetest. What do you think Ooh. about like when we broke up and us staying friends, was that hard to do? Like, like, cause it's in your face all the time, all the men I'm Going on dates with, and because you see it on social media, is it hard for you? Like, how was the transition to friendship?
4: I think now it's not that difficult because our friendship has evolved. But I, I, I will admit, in the beginning, it was very difficult to to hear you. Oh, I'm going on another date, or I have a date, or talking about a guy who makes you giggle, kind of stuff. You know, it was difficult in the beginning. I'll admit that, but now it's. I think I, I, you know, our friendship is so much more to me at this point.
0: I'm I'm really sorry. I'm I ho- I'm, I you I'm sorry if that hurt you. Well, no,
4: that I, I'm human. It's gonna hurt everyone and yeah. anyone that can feel something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> see, I'm lucky. You don't post everything online. <laughs> I'm lucky. I don't to hear it. I don't to see it. I don't have to know about it.
4: Yeah, and I don't post stuff, so
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know all you want is for me to be happy. You make that clear every day. Actually, there's no one on earth who bends over backwards to make me so happy. For my future boyfriend, what is some advice you could give for him to make me happy?
4: Wow. Your future.
0: <laughs> Are you like, fuck him?
4: <laughs> well, that was my He that can figure it out
0: on his own.
4: He can figure it out on his own. No, I... You know what? I think whoever you are, you know, I I hope you're a genuinely kind person uh, because she needs someone like that. And you need to be confident and and secure and not worry about, you know, her career and where she's going and what she's done because it's just going to get bigger for her. I I would say that you, dude, be secure and make sure you're pecking some big D energy. There you go.
0: (laughs) And it's a big day on its own. <laughs> okay, Can I just tell people, I didn't, I, you don't know, I'm about to share this story, but can I tell the n- nicest thing about that you ever did? I mean, you did so many nice things, but you want to know what the nicest is? What's
4: the nicest thing?
0: So uh, in 2019, I had a big comedy show in the city and there was a heat wave. It was like a hundred and a gajillion degrees. And you had gotten us a hotel room and then the day before you're like, Oh, call your parents. I got a hotel room for them too. And, So, like, before the show, like, in the morning, you're like, oh, I I need to go to the hotel for a second. And I was like, okay. And so you went, and then I had asked you, like, what were you doing there for So Like, why'd you have to go? It's not that big deal. Like, I was about to start a fight with you. And you're like, well, it's a heat wave, and I I didn't want your parents to get to the hotel and not have waters or the room to be hot. So you, like, went to go set up their room, and you weren't going to tell me. You didn't tell them. It was just, like, you cared so much about making my family comfortable and happy, and I just thought that was like the sweetest thing anyone could do I
4: had forgotten about that but yeah I remember that
0: (laughs) you're just you're you're the like such a thoughtful person actually and that kind of brings me out you know I was going to end every call like telling people what I learned from the relationship or from them and I think it's so obvious but Dating you set the bar so high on how I need to be treated, not just by like a boyfriend, but like by people. You do everything to make me happy and you do everything to make my life easier and better. And not just for me, for my friends or my family, the amount of times you've like done stuff for them without even telling me. Like I'll find out through them like, oh, Frank did blah, blah, blah. And you just set the bar so high and I'm just so thankful. I'm so thankful you exist on this planet because you're my best friend and I love you so much.
4: I love you too. You're my best friend. I, I, I learned that I'm supposed to reciprocate when I get a compliment <laughs> Wait, like guys, that.
0: guys, let me tell you why. <laughs> oh no, I have a new reason why we broke up. This man, this man, I'll give a compliment and he'll be like, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, I'll be like, I'll be like, Frank, you're so hot. And then he'd be like, uh-huh. Okay, okay, Robin. And I'm like, um, the, the, or he'll be like, thank you. And I'll be like, no, the correct answer is no, Robin, you look hot. Like he doesn't know how to reset So this was a fight we've had. So now you ready? Frank, you're so hot.
4: You're, no, no, you're hot. <laughs>
0: The other day I did an episode, how I also hate whenever you would just say, it's fine. Like, I'd be like, do you like this outfit? And instead of saying great, you just go, it's fine. I'm like, fine? And you're like, what? Fine is good. I'm like, no, fine is not good. Fine is fine. I need great.
4: I, I felt it was sufficient. But I've <laughs> learned. I've learned. I've learned that I need to articulate better.
0: And just one last question. Was it hard dating me with my career?
4: No. It wasn't. Um, I, I would say no, because, you know, I, I only want the best for you. And your career and what you do makes you happy. And, you know, if you're happy, of course I'm happy.
0: Oh, you're the best, Franklin. All right. I love you. I'll speak to you tonight.
4: <laughs> love you, too. I'll talk to you later. Bye. bye
0: Well, guys, there you have it. We just called four X's. I would like to say, ah! I- you need a martini. (laughs) That was exhausting. It was emotional. It was hilarious. I can't believe all four called in. Like they said they were going to, but this was all through text. Frank was the only one I spoke to. I did not know how this would go. And I actually think it went, it went perfect and amazing. I am so appreciative for this podcast because that would have never happened otherwise. Guys, every week we have a different episode to find out each week's um, what it's about, what the topic is, please follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic, And then you'll also know the time to call in. And the phone number is 720-727-6296. Guys, this has been the X's episode. Next, oh, hold on. I got another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Picot. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Picot. Guest booking by Allie Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720 72 Robin. That's 720 727 6296. batches